Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Broods, where we tell the stories behind your favorite beer. This is Sound Guy Ryan, and joining me as always is Erica and Matt. Hey, everyone out there in podcast. Hello. We had uh, quite an extravagant weekend. We did? Yeah, I did. <laughs> cool. Did you have an extravagant weekend, Ryan? No. No? You said we, so I was like... Erica, did you really have confused. an extravagant weekend? I had a decent weekend. I don't uh-huh. know if I was extravagant. You didn't do anything like crazy? No. Oh. I guess really I didn't either. I mean, I went to a couple of breweries, which is extravagant. I know. Honestly, you're like more other than the rest of us. Yeah, I just want people to see me then know that I'm the influencer that they all want to be influenced by. The influencer that they all want to see. Yeah. Want to be. Sure. I don't know. I don't no, know what's going I'm on. I'm not an influencer. <laughs> but I, I did go to Tilton Brothers. Sweet. Which uh, in Hampton, New Hampshire. Hampton proper. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we're going to be doing an interview with them in a couple of weeks, but... Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, the beer mama is the chef at the uh, at Tilton Brothers. So. Oh, is she? I wasn't sure which place it was that um, she was a chef at. So that's really oh cool. my god, the food she made is delicious. Bye-bye. I had a chicken sando, as it's called, and nice. it's just like your chicken typical sandwich? chicken sandwich. Sick. Um, and that paired with um, their margarita goza. Mm, oh my god, nice. it was so good. Nice. Uh, yeah, so shout out to the crew over at Tilton Brothers. Amazing food and beer. And then uh, I went to... Uh, throwback. Throwback. That's yeah. right. Yeah. How did you remember that? And I didn't. I stalk you. That's cool <laughs> and cool. Uh, and Throwback was awesome. We did an episode with them a couple months ago. and Check it out. Yes, definitely check it out. But I had their charcuterie board there. It looked nice. Oh, my God. The Lady Sausages. That's the brand of sausages that the owners make. Mm-hmm. So good. I had like the hot salami. Delicious. Nice. Uh, and that paired with a black IPA. Ooh. Which so many so like don't not common. Yeah. yeah, I, I love, love black, black IPA. That's really cool. So that's what I drank this weekend, and I had a couple claws because there ain't no loss when you're drinking claws, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Erica, what did you do? Um, I just kind of hung around, just the usual. I uh, I worked on Saturday, Sunday I was off, and uh, oh, I went for a nice walk with the dog and my mother and her dog. What a lovely day. It was it was just lovely. It was really chill. Yeah. It's real chill. But um yeah, no, I've been drinking I had a Night Shift's new seltzer spike. Freaking delicious. Yeah. I paired it with a burrito. Oh. Yeah. And it was perfect because it's like a salt agave uh, lime seltzer. It was really good. Was there cucumber in that too? No, no, there was. I don't think there was anyways. Um Dang. Yeah, but it's just kinda good. like a it was like a margarita kinda. Love it. You know? Um it was really good. And then Today, I paired my peanut butter and jello sandwich and banana sandwich with a stout. And oh. that's a great combination, I think. I know. <laughs> we are going to be getting into stout season pretty soon. I'm yeah. very excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan? I didn't drink this week. You didn't have a single Good for you, beer. boo. No. He's been, wow. he's been like... I have to say, Ryan is wearing a long trail vest that I'm I like very it. jealous of. I'm digging right it. Now. And for sure, I can tell that it probably didn't fit a couple of weeks ago, and now it does fit. It kind of fit, but now it really fits. Now it really fits. So, congratulations! That's You're really looking awesome. good, boo. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Uh, so, huge shout out to Alaskan Brewing Company who did yeah. an episode with us last week. I love that episode. Me too. Um, it was a lot of fun to listen to, re-listen to, because why not? Yeah. Um, definitely want to go out there, look at the nature, um, and drink their beer. Look, look at the nature and just enjoy. Just stand there and look at it. Just take it in. <laughs> Look fun at it. Fact: My girlfriend is going to Alaska in a couple of weeks. Oh, that is a fun fact. Fun fact. Yeah. You you seem excited about that. <laughs> mm, I'm indifferent. He's yeah. indifferent. But that is very cool. 
Uh, who do we have this week? We have Bentwater. Again. Again. Dun, 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 part two. So they're out of Lynn, Massachusetts. We're going to be talking about their Lib Lynn tribute series. Indeed. It's kind uh, of an IPA series. Yeah. It's pretty cool. They are on their second beer now, I believe. Yeah. And um, they have a third one coming up shortly. So stay tuned. We definitely highlighted their IPAs, but we talked about their lagas as well. They got some lagas coming up, kid. They do. And they're freaking so good. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Very good. Uh, So, yeah, let's get to the episode, Ryan. Um, Before we do so, all our listeners, please go to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Brewroots podcast and support us on all social media. We have been seeing a lot more engagement on our posts. Thanks to all our listeners. And we think people are uh, enjoying what they hear. Yeah. Follow and share. Yeah. Follow and share. Like Erica said. Yeah. Take it away, Sound Guy Ryan. Cheers. Cheers. Erica and Sound Guy Ryan, we are here for a return episode. Do, do, do. And Erica, you weren't here at the original episode. I wasn't. I'm which excited. Is, which is fine. It was fine. I guess. It's whatever. We should go back in time. If we could figure out, like, that's the next thing for, like, the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah. I feel like they've gone to space. Now they're going to go back in time. Yes, time travel's next Maybe for sure. we could figure that out before them and cash in on that franchise I'm money. Done. Yeah. Cool. But um Erica, where are we today? We are in Lynn, Massachusetts. That's right. Specifically. And what brewery is in Lynn, Massachusetts? We are at Benwater. That's right. I like Benwater. Me too. Uh, yeah. They make pretty good beer. It's no, decent. They make, they make good beer. Yeah. <laughs> I like their beer. Um we interviewed you guys in twenty eighteen. Um I can say that the weather is considerably better. I was just listening to it, and apparently it was like two degrees that day. Yeah. Today, it's like 91 degrees. So yeah, it's hot. It's a fun contrast. Which, I just want to come here on like a nice... Normal day. Normal day, <laughs> and just... Yeah. No no polar extremes. I've been here on a nice pol- nice day, but when I interview you guys, it's just like... Miserable. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh so we're here with the... Bentwater crew, and yeah. uh, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Um, we have a newbie, so I'd like to hear your kind of story. And uh, before we get into it, so we always start our podcast by asking our guests their first memory of beer and their role at the brewery. So uh, take it away. Um, I'll start. I'm Adam Denigola. I'm the head brewer here. Um, my first memory of beer is uh, drinking Coors Light with my grandfather uh, when I was probably like eight years old. Uh, yeah, that was probably like, you know mowing the lawn with my grandfather and drinking Coors Light. <laughs> Way underage. That's my real first memory of beer. Sick. <laughs> um, Zach, um, one of the brewers here at Benwater. Uh, my f- first memory of beer is probably drinking Newcastle Brown Ale out of a Snapple bottle that my dad was carrying. Delish. And I was surprised to find out it was not peach Snapple. <laughs> and uh, I, I guess I'm the newbie, uh, Tony Parika. Uh, it's been here for about a year, so that's new for Benwater. Uh, my first beer memory was on uh, drinking Bud Lights, and I really didn't like them. I was probably about 13 years old, and that's what I was told to do at the party, and that's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. Since we talked to Bentwater last, um, you are still in Lynn, still at the same piece of property, but there's a couple things that you guys are doing differently. You have new tanks. You have a whole new building. Uh, I know you were distru- self-distro before, but you've expanded that. Uh, what else? Yeah, so uh, in 2019, we completed a new facility across the parking lot. Uh, took up all of our parking that you might have noticed that we no longer have. Yeah. Um, and uh, we uh, installed six 120-barrel tanks, three 120-barrel brights, a uh, whole new canning line. And then on this side of things, where our original brewery space was, we uh, pulled out our old 15-barrel brew house, put a 30-barrel brew house in, 
uh, and kind of reconfigured things in here to uh, basically increase our capacity probably about 14,000 barrels a year uh, from the original 6,000. So it was a nice big expansion for us that uh, I think we've been slowly growing into. Um, and uh, like you had said, we were self-distributing. We still do uh, basically, you know, take care of our backyard. We're self-distributed right around the city. Uh, but we have expanded to the rest of Massachusetts, uh, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, Pennsylvania, Ohio. I think in total we're in seven states now. Ohio. It's random. Ooh. Yeah. Cool. The owner's from Ohio. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. to have Makes access sense to vent water when he goes home. Yep. Yeah. Uh, He's excited not to have to bring it out with him every Right, day, right. It makes sense. The beer that everyone knows you for, Sluice Juice still? Yep. Sluice Juice is our number one seller still yeah. uh, by, by a large margin. Uh, then Thunderfunk's the, the next one up. Yeah. One thing that you guys are doing now, though, is your Lynn series. Yeah. Correct. So, and that's kind of what we're here to talk about today. So tell us about the Lynn series. Uh, yeah. So the Lynn series is a rotating IPA series. Uh, they're all New England IPAs. Um, you know, it's something that we all love here. And I think, you know, we do a pretty good job. Uh, Sluice Juice, like I said, number one selling beer we make. Um, and the idea behind the series is basically to draw attention to the city that we're, we call home. Um, I live in Lynn, Zach lives in Lynn. Uh, and you know, it's, it's a really nice place, really great place. And I think a lot of people uh, are stuck in what Lynn, the perception of Lynn used to be. Uh, and so we're kind of drawing attention to the city in a way that shows the great parts about the city, uh, the parts that we really enjoy. So that's kind of the focus of the series, as well as making a really good beer and having some fun with it. Yeah. So what's, what number of the series are you on currently? The one that just came out is number two. Number two. Yes. Um, and was this something that you guys came together as like a brewery and were like, we need to do this? Or was it, what, what, why? What sparked it? What sparked yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess it's been conversations over the years that basically just, um, you know, we should have some sort of rotating series. We used to have the X series originally first opened um, and that kind of fell by the wayside trying to make space to make space, you know, for Thunderfunk and Sluice Juice trying to keep up with demand. But now that we have, you know, the bigger facility, we thought it was a great time to kind of launch something new and fun that would give us some creative freedom. Um, and then, you know, with last year not having our tap room open, it was kind of a drag. We didn't get to the fun, fall, fun small stuff. So this is kind of like a, hey, we get to have a little more fun on the bigger scale now uh, and send it out uh, into the wider world rather than just having it here in the tap room. Yeah. Are they still your recipes? At, at, I mean, or like are they still, you know, the team's recipes or who's, who's, who's coming up with these developments? So uh, the base beer is pretty much the same throughout, you know, the same general ingredients, same yeast. Um, basically, the idea is that we're switching up the hops cool. to, uh, you know, trying stuff we haven't tried before, new combinations. Um, the first two were my kind of shot at it. Um, the next one is going to be Zach's, and then Tony's doing the one following that. So it's kind of an, an opportunity for all of us to experiment on a bigger scale rather than just the... Uh, a small system. system. Yeah. Awesome. So there's going to be five in total, or are there more we think to follow? There'll be five this year. Okay. Um, and then I think we're kind of going to see where it ends up at the end of the year and yeah. go from there. Awesome. And then you've been losing one, I think, every month about, or? Every other month, yeah. Every other month. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So the, the kind of soft intro to the series was our, uh, our Pink Boots beer that we did back in March. Right, um, right. Which was a Lynn-themed name, yes. but not a, uh, <laughs> not a Lynn tribute series beer that, uh, that we're now doing. And what were the other two that have already released? Uh, we had Supercharger, which was a tribute to innovation and the GE plant that's in Lynn. Um, and this past one was Timeless, which is uh, basically a call out to the Diamond District of Lynn, which is the historic district down by the water. Um, and then the next one uh, is going to be called Cross Current. And it's kind of just like drawing attention to the Lynn shore. The, we have a beach here. 
you know, everyone thinks about Nahant, but, <laughs> but there's, an, there's a beach in Lynn. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it's a Lynn Shore Drive there. At the, uh, I drive every morning on my way to work, so it's kind of cool. Awesome. Zach, since we last talked, um, you were here only a couple months and still working at, uh, I believe, at the craft beer Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm guessing you're no longer at the craft beer cellar. Yeah, the, I outlasted the craft beer cellar. <laughs> yeah. That was... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I was there up until pretty much they closed up there. Loved it there. Joe, the uh, the boss who was uh, running that store there, he uh, still comes by here pretty regularly and visits us and still drops off books and things that were left over from the store. Yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah, just been full-time here with Adam. We were happy to bring Tony on last year. Whoop, whoop. So it wasn't just the two of us running everything and then Adam doing all the paperwork late at night. <laughs> <laughs> um at that point, you hadn't done many like recipes or anything at that point. You don't, I, I, I think maybe I had done one, I think maybe one seven or 15 by that point. But uh, yeah, nothing, nothing to this scale, certainly. So like Adam mentioned, you were kind of you, the next one to come out yeah. is kind of your baby. Yeah. Um, exciting to kind of have that recipe development under oh, your belt now. Super exciting. Yeah, I, it was uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about what it's going to be or whatever. But uh, yeah, so it's. Um, going to be uh, Hollertel Blanc and Huel Melon hops and Amarillo. Um, I've been really excited to use some of those sort of new school German hops that are chasing that kind of fruity American character and then round it out with Amarillo because that's just such a good classic like summer orangey fruity hop. Um, I think it's pretty cool. The, the last couple have been hops that we haven't used before at all either nice. so it's fun to be able to see how those hops interact with each other in a different setting and so I'm guessing in the years past, it was a lot of brewing, sluice juice, and thunderfunk, correct, pretty much? Oh, yeah. Still is, yeah. yeah. Still, <laughs> Still is, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, but right? with the pandemic, I mean, we've, we've talked to a ton of breweries basically saying, like, we have to stick to core brands. Yeah. Uh, but it was, cool that, it was cool that you guys kind of still were like, all right, well, once we get over this period of time... Um, we can do something kind of innovative and cool and oh, yeah. reflective of our area. Yeah. We were definitely looking ahead, yeah. And there's so much, like Adam said, there's so much great stuff about Lynn, and we've been saying for a long time that, like, I mean, the the history of industry and whatnot in Lynn. I mean, Frederick Douglass lived in Lynn. The first yeah. female aviator was from Lynn. It was, I mean, there's so much to it that people don't think of because they only think of the perception that they have that it's, I mean, I've had people contact us about the couple that we've done saying, oh, my God, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. <laughs> uh, Tony, coming on in the middle of a pandemic, um, where did you cut your teeth before? Um, were you a home brewer or? Yeah, I mean, I started, uh, like, I feel like most brewers, like home brewing. Uh, I come from a culinary uh, background. I was working at restaurants in the North Shore area. And, Anywhere cool? Uh, most recently, Ledger. Oh, Ledger's good. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah, so it was a yeah. great spot. Cool um, I, I was happy to be part of the opening crew. Yep. Loved working there, loved the job, loved the work, but uh I mean, nights, weekends, and holidays start to take a toll. Yeah, uh, So I was just like, <laughs> working oh, you in know the what? industry. Oh, working I, in the restaurant industry yeah. takes a toll, let's be honest. So I was like, oh, you know, I've been, I've been homebrewing a little bit. Like, maybe I'll try to start this as a career. And, you know, a couple years later, I'm here. So, cool. uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. And I'm starting in the middle of the pandemic. It's funny. Uh, Benwater was actually the last place I was before everything shut down in Massachusetts. So I had an interview. Full circle. Oh, full circle. <laughs> so I had an interview um, the Tuesday um, bef after everything shut down. And I'd never been to the tap room before. So I came here with my girlfriend and we were having some beers here. We're like, oh, this is really cool. I'm excited to interview. And then, of course, everything shuts down. 
I get in contact with Adam. He obviously tells me that, you know, hey, we're not hiring right now. We're going to wait for everything to, to settle down. And then after that. Don't uh, worry, three weeks to plan the curve. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You'll catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I waited about yeah. a month or so. Yeah. And then, um, you know, squeaky wheel gets the oil. I started bothering Adam uh, every week. Emailing, I'm saying, hey man, I'm still interested in this What's job. Hey, there? you hiring? Yeah. Hey, how's everything? And uh, I really kind of just how's bothered him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I bothered him into uh, giving me the interview, and you know, it, it kind of worked out. So I've been here and happy ever since. Yeah, nice. obviously a big difference from home brewing. Oh yeah, I mean, I worked at a couple other breweries in the area, um, but not on the brewing end. Okay. So I did a lot of cellaring and stuff like that, and uh, Adam and everyone here knew that I didn't have the the practical brewing experience but they were willing to teach me and all that and yeah. we hit the ground running you know i was up on the brew deck day one and from there it just it just kept going yeah so. awesome i think a lot of times in the pandemic we hear of people being able to like hone their skills or is there something that you were able to do better as a brewer kind of you know spend a little bit extra time i know you guys are yeah did you like learn anything yeah, or? delving oh. into <laughs> lagering i heard maybe. yeah, yeah uh, well actually interesting enough uh we spent most of the lockdown writing SOPs. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. 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 And Very excited to figure out our FDA compliance, yeah. which we are now compliant. Yes. <laughs> um, which is a you know breath of fresh air, and we have to worry about it now. Um, but that was you know we had a lot of downtime, and it was kind of where where are the things that we wished we could do when we were super busy? Now we have time to do, and that for better or for worse, <laughs> it wasn't the most fun thing to do. But yeah. it, it but it's done yeah. now. So yeah, it's done. That's cool. Yes. Now when you're busy, you don't have to worry about it. Right. And it's, you know, cross off the list. Yeah. All right. Before we get into Zach and Tony's, because I know our listeners are like, I want to know what Zach and Tony doing to make themselves better during the pandemic. <laughs> Take it away, Sound Guy Ryan, for a word from our sponsors. Did you know that your favorite Massachusetts breweries use hops from a local family-owned hop farm right here in Massachusetts? Our friends over at Four Star Farms are there for you, whether you're a commercial brewery or a small batch home brewer. Make sure to head over to their website today and get your hands on some of the best and freshest hops available locally. Cheers. At our local homebrew shop, Beer and Wine Hobby, you can get everything you need to make beer, wine, cider, cheese, and more. Not sure where to start? They have knowledgeable staff there to help. Beer and Wine Hobby is family-owned and located in Danvers, Massachusetts. Visit their website, beer-wine.com, and use our promo code BRUTES for 10% off your online order today. Shirts on Tap is the box subscription service for craft beer lovers. Each month, Shirts on Tap partners up with seven different breweries from across the country and collaborates on a sweet custom shirt design. We've been teamed up with Shirts on Tap since the inception of the podcast and are proud to announce a new promo code for all of our listeners. To get your first shirt for $5 off, go to the link in our description below and use the promo code. And remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts. And we're back. Okay, we're gonna start with Zach this time. So, what kind of amazing self improvement did you do during this crazy shutdown? Uh, so, <laughs> apart from doing lots and lots of SOPs, what we talked about a lot was kind of developing. Like, the, the, this brew house was 
reasonably new to us by the time things had shut down. We'd had it for less than a year. So kind of just getting into the whole mastery of your equipment thing with brewing Thunderfunk and Sluice Juice for distribution over and over again every day during the pandemic was... Fun. Yeah. Well, it's definitely a different kind of fun because, you know, you get that satisfaction of seeing like the same numbers on every brew every single day back to back. Like, that is pretty awesome. Actually, decent what I'm doing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to see, you know, 15.5 Play Doh every single time. Like, it's pretty cool. Nice. Now you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, If you're homebrewing, use the Play Doh scale. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You heard it here first. Yeah. Uh, Tony, what about you? I mean, for me, since I started, like, in the middle of the pandemic, like, this is new for me right now. Like, you know, we're planning on opening up the tap room and all that. Like, this is the, I didn't get to do this before. So it was just great for me, like, seeing these guys were working super hard, like, in the months prior to the pandemic and the months that the pandemic started. Uh, it was nice to be able to come in here and kind of take a weight off their shoulders so they could more focus more on, you know, what could they could, they could really hone in. Um, so it was, like, improving racking efficiencies and brewing efficiencies and stuff like that and starting to figure out where we're getting lost, um, you know, how we can do things more efficiently, whether it's, you know, saving CO2 or or conserving, you know, our cycle times and stuff like that. So uh, I'm just glad to be part of the bigger picture. I'm glad to be helping the team, you know, growing, going forward. Love it. Yeah, Tony's like a golden retriever. He's just, he's happy to be involved, you know? Uh, uh, I never pretend to know more about brewing or beer than the next guy. Um, You know, I know enough. I do this professionally. I am, you know, by definition, a pro. So uh, (laughs) uh, I'm I'm just happy to be here and and be part of the process. And, you know, I love Ben Water. I love these guys. Uh, I love making beer for a job. So, you know, whatever I can help to do going forward to make it easier for everyone. I'm all about it. Uh, so the the next upcoming uh, Lynn series is your or two ahead. After uh, Zach, yeah, after yeah. Zach's is um, your own recipe. Is that the first recipe you've developed here at Ben Water? Yeah, yeah. So um, it's kind of cool where I don't have to do like any of the actual recipe development. I mean, we have Adam for that. He's great. <laughs> That's uh, what <laughs> I do the math portion. Uh, yeah. No, it, me, me and Zach make the joke all the time that you know we love having Adam because he gets to do all the hard parts and like we get, get to do, do like, the fun, fun things. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So um, it, it it's cool to kind of ease into it like that where it's just like I'm not making the actual recipe. Uh, I'm kind of just adding the hops. And, and that kind of thing. So I get to have like a little bit of flair and a little bit of creativity to it without actually having to do, yeah. do the math. What, do you know what hops you are going to try and use or is that hush-hush? Uh, I wouldn't even say it's hush-hush because it's really not set in stone yet gotcha. because that's like a couple months down the line. Um, but me and Adam have talked about, you know, because we've already done a decent amount of experimentation with like new hops and stuff like that that we haven't done. Maybe start doing like more hop products um, maybe experiment with like extracts, say, extracts and, you know, and things. cryos yeah. things yeah. and stuff like that. Cool. Um, and that kind of goes into what I said earlier about, you know, improving efficiencies and stuff like that. So it's just like if we can start to use extracts in places that we didn't before, this would be a good time and place to experiment opposed to, you know, on uh, the batches of our flagships. Weird. Right. This is a great way for you guys to just experiment and look into that kind of stuff. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. So I, I would definitely say, and I don't, you guys can like punch me, but you guys are not known for your loggers and, and Pilsner's offerings here at Bentwater. Uh, yeah, I mean, the only one we really make is our premium lager. Yeah. Which just happens Which, to be very good. I was going to yeah. say, it's I, a, I, it's I a banger. Like premium yeah. lager, yeah. yeah. But what I'm saying is, is you know, yeah. we've been talking about New England style IPA. Um, 
but you are making an effort to put some loggers into the market. Uh, talk about the new series that's coming up with loggering. Yeah, so uh, loggers are something that are near and dear to all of our hearts. Thank uh, every brewer. Yeah, <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, it's, we're not necessarily drinking sluice juice after our shifts. It's <laughs> generally premium lager. Um, and so just something that we've been playing around with the idea of is a way to, how do we get people to try premium lager from a brewer who doesn't necessarily make lagers? Uh, so we kind of came up with this idea to just, it's also kind of a selfish idea <laughs> to brew a bunch of small batch lagers that we want to drink in our tap room on our small system. Um, so, you know, we have two that are, we have one that's finished and kegged right now. You guys tried some of it, uh, Dortmunder. Uh, and then Zach just brewed a leicht beer that should be coming out in a couple of weeks once our tap room opens, um, reopens. And then um, we're not really sure what the next one's going to be. We're getting some, uh, pressure to do some newer styles of lagers <laughs> instead of oh, all so these yeah. traditional styles. So oh, <laughs> Things with dry hops. Oh, 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 you're going to be doing an Italian pilsner. <laughs> uh, you're going to bubba it boop it in there. It's going to be good. <laughs> little, little gabagool. Yeah, yeah. Little gabagool. <laughs> Don't even get me going on that one. <laughs> but yeah, so it's just an idea for us to, you know, have some fun experiment with a style, a kind of beer that we really like to drink and uh, have it on tap in the tap room have people try it, say, hey, this is really good. I'm going to buy premium lager now, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> These guys oh, seem to know what they're doing. Yeah. I like premium lager. I do too. Yeah. Me too. That's a good view. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you think the industry is going towards more lagers or are we just, uh, because maybe we're in the industry, I said that with air quotes for yeah. us, but you guys being in the industry, um, I mean, we love lagers on the podcast. We make no bones about it, but every brewery we go to, it's like, oh, now we see more lagers, more lagers, yeah. more lagers. I mean, I definitely think there's that aspect to it, of it. Like, people are just kind of getting burnt out of, you know, all these hazy, juicy IPAs. I mean, they're somewhat of a meal on themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, you can only have a couple of them before you're just kind of, ugh. Yeah, we recently talked about Heavy that, calories, just the amount yeah. of calories that are in yeah. that. It's like, that's your daily intake. I <laughs> yeah. think if calories <laughs> are required to be on cans in the future, like, breweries will be screwed for, like, hazy IPAs. Yeah. That's a great point. <laughs> yes. That'd be interesting to see. I will say ours isn't too bad because we don't add any lactose or anything like yeah. that. Right, so. right. Also, finishes pretty dry compared yeah. to a lot of them. Relatively. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, definitely I think that's some of it, too, is, you know, I think people want to be able to have a couple beers and not feel bloated and gross that you just drank, you know, 900 calories or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but right. I, I think, too, that people just, like, they're, they're realizing that it doesn't need to be in your face to be, you know, special and nuanced and have more to it than, uh, you know, getting kicked in the mouth with the pops. For sure. Is there anything that you're doing specifically to kind of teach your audience about loggers to hopefully get them out there? <laughs> uh, well, these first two were, uh, I mean, Dortmunder is a very, you know, localized traditional style lager from, you know, Dortmund, Germany. So it's yeah. kind of like we've been talking about doing like, well, we've done German Pilsner in the past. We've done... Uh, what else have we done? We've done Hellas. Yep. Yeah. Bach. Um, Best beer. Oh, the Bach. So good. Yeah. Yep. And so we were basically just like, well, well I'm just going to, I mean, I just wanted to make it, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. like, just, Easy enough. Just, just, yep. I was like, I just want to do this. Um, and it was also kind of an experiment to see how our water would react to uh, the treatment of making it more like, you know, very hard water to yeah. see how that kind of yeah. plays out in the beer. Um, so that was part of why I wanted to do it too. Um, but then Zach just wanted to see if he could brew a 3% beer that, Tasted good. <laughs> it, it really That's really a good does. challenge. Yeah. And I like that too, because it'll be good for the tap room opening in the summer because we talk about like yeah. people having trouble drinking those hazy IPAs all the time. It's like it's it'll be cool that like we'll have a couple hazy IPAs on tap 
and then we'll have like a 5% Dortmunder and a 3% Leisch beer. So then, you know, maybe people will stay here and have a few beers. You can have yeah. a sluice juice, then have two Pilsners and then have uh, the next New England Whatever. IPA. And yeah. Right. Yeah. That's kind awesome. of break it up so you don't get that fatigue of just like, oh, it's a lot of Citra. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think this one has Galaxy in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like maybe. those arguments. Those are really fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, so obviously we ha- we live in a world of hazy IPAs, pastry stouts, and like the new hot thing is is seltzers. I think you guys do a good job with seltzers. I just had one and it was amazing. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's the water that you guys, I mean, honestly, I don't know, like, I feel like that's. I definitely think that's a lot of it. Um, we, I think we're very blessed with our, the water we have in the city. Uh, you know, we make a big deal about it, but it is unique to us. We're the only one with access to it. Um, and this is the, the mineral profile in it is, I think, specifically good for just drinking. Yeah. I mean, I love drinking the tap water at my house. Yep. Um, nice. Tap water here is great. Uh, so I think this is kind of, we got lucky that if we just carbonated it and put it in a can, it would probably taste good. <laughs> That's kind of the thing with, yeah, with the brewing and especially the seltzers is like, if the water that you're using to begin with doesn't taste good, and like, I mean, that's 95% of what's going into the can is that water. So it's like, no matter how you dress it up, like we're blessed with really good tasting and clean water. And as long as we don't mess it up in process, then yeah. we keep tasting good. Yeah. Was the seltzer something that you put up more of an emphasis last year? Was it something that, you know? So we released, I mean, I think it's unfortunate because we released it in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's been something we've been talking about at the end of 2019, trying to do for summer 2020. And so we've been, you know, trying to figure out how to do it. Um, and we eventually figured it out and then put it out last summer. But I mean, I feel like last summer was the summer of White Claw. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so no we kind of. No yes, yeah. Uh, so I think we're just up, really up against, you know, this, this, this sea of uh, bigger facilities making these seltzers. So I think it kind of got lost in the crowd and, you know, it was, we couldn't taste on it in, 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 a, in package stores. So I think that was kind of a detriment to it. But I'm hoping, you know, we have three flavors out now. We can start doing tastings. And I feel like once people can taste it in the store that they're really yeah. going to sure. pick it up. I think it's going to happen a lot because honestly, the craft beer seltzers are way better than like the White Claws, I think. They're just less sweet. They tend to be Hush more flavorful. No, no, no. you know what? <laughs> How dare so, you? No, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I drink White Claws, so don't get me wrong. Oh, no, exactly, <laughs> right? I've yeah, had them yeah. for sure, but yeah. I really love the craft claws. So they're really great. Yeah. Um, you guys still in 12-ounce formats for a lot of your beers? So uh, Seltzer and Thunderfunk is, well, Thunderfunk's in both. Yep. Uh, we have plans to do 12 packs of Thunderfunk, Ooh. hopefully this year. Cool. So we've been keeping it in 12. So it's just, just right now, it's just Seltzer, Thunderfunk, uh, 12 pack, or for the 12 packs. But everything else is 16 ounce yeah. at this point. Yep. I have to ask, any more plans for any Jolene this year? Yep. Uh, so Jolene actually is a seasonal beer. I know it is. Yeah. So it'll be, <laughs> like, it'll be I, I think it's coming out the first week of November is the All plan. Right. It's like my favorite beer. It's that you guys such spend. a great yeah. beer. Yeah. Yeah. We do have some canned cases left over from, mm. you can and have it, some today. On a, it, it's <laughs> honestly <laughs> still so good too. Yeah. Yes. We'll have to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious, you know, we have a ton of breweries in the area, right? Every month it seems like a new brewery is opening up around the area, but Lynn just has you guys. Yeah. Um, is that by design or is like, you know, it's like, what's, what's, uh, I, I mean, don't, I don't know. I mean, I drive around Lynn. I'm like, that looks like it might be a nice building for a small brewery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's like an old Fastenal building right in downtown. I'm like, I drive by it. It's got garage doors, a big mm-hmm. parking lot. I'm like, huh, if cool. I were to start my own, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know why. 
I, I'd love to see more opening up around, you know? Yeah. I mean, we're, when one brewery opens, it only helps the other ones in the area. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there's a lot of condos going up in Lynn, so maybe there'll be another yeah. one soon. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of seems like the trend. Yeah. No, it, it really does, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How does Bentwater stay relevant in a state like Massachusetts where there's 200 plus breweries? Yeah, that's a that's a loaded that's a big question. <laughs> you you let us know. Yeah, right, <laughs> no, right. I, mean, I mean, I think you know, uh, it, we've always been focused on quality. I think first is kind of our whole thing. Um, inconsistency with our beers. You know, you may not think our beers are the best beers, but you know, you're always going to open a can of sluice juice and it'll you taste like a getting. can of yeah. You know exactly what you're getting. So I think it's like I think that's kind of you know. But it's a challenge for small breweries, and I think that's something that we really focus on and make sure that, you know, maybe it's not the savviest craft consumer that's drinking our beers, but they're going to keep drinking them. Yeah. yeah. I also think the availability. Um, we yeah. definitely have, like, a, a pretty large footprint and distribution, and we've been, you know, keeping up with our local accounts and everything in our core territory pretty well. So uh, it's always nice to say when someone's like, you know, oh, you work at Bentwater. Like, I love your beer. Where can I get it? Like, yeah. it's never, oh, you have to come to the tap room. It's just, where's your closest liquor store? Yeah. Yeah. You say everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere. Oh. It's, I like the idea that, like, Bentwater is sort of like, uh, we're, we're definitely obviously a craft brewery, but we definitely fall into that sort of, like, uh, I drink Thunderfunk. I drink Sluice. <laughs> yeah. You know, like that's such yeah. a Massachusetts thing, though. Yeah. It's yeah. like you yeah. know, it's like oh, I go to Mobile. I only yeah. go to Mobile. Yeah, yeah. and there, there are guys who like they have their three, four packs of Sluice juice in their fridge, and when one runs out, they replace it and they push the last one to the front. And yeah, I, I, I like that because it's you know there there are the people who feel the whole fear of missing out. Like I have to try every single beer that comes out, and then yeah. there are people who when they they just. They get their sluice juice and their Thunderfunk and their premium lager, and they. Like, I like this beer. I know yeah. I like it. Right, yeah. right. I like this, I pick it up. I, I like. I like this beer and I drink it. And that's, yeah. Cool. I know I'm not like the kind of person who wants to wait at a brewery in line, you know, to get <laughs> my, my my case of beer and all that. And it's like if if I go to a store and I want a specific beer and they don't have it, I'm kind of just like, oh, well, I guess I'll get something else. Yeah. And you know, I feel like that's just like a missed sale for whatever for brewery sure. I want to yeah. go to. So it's good for us, you know, like. No one's really going to go to the store and be like, damn, they didn't have sluice juice. Yeah. As <laughs> they have it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So before we get into some of the beers that you're drinking, because I'm curious about that, here is a word from our sponsors. Take it away, Ryan. Are you a solo artist, band, podcaster, or anyone else who needs recording services? Well, we got a place for you where your vision can become a reality. Welcome to Small Pond Studios, built by hand with heart and sweat equity by musicians for musicians. Go to smallpondstudios.io to reach out to get more information. And make sure you let them know that Brew sent you. Hey, Sound Guy Ryan here. Didn't know if you heard, but we're a part of the Hopped Up Network. There you'll find other informative podcasts about beer. So go ahead, follow them on social media, and visit them on their website, hoppedupnetwork.com, to learn more about the people, beer, and breweries from around the country. And until next time, thanks for listening. Cheers. All 
right, so we were just talking about collaborations. A lot of breweries are doing collaborations. You recently did one with uh, Channel Marker. Yep. Great people over there. Um, but you don't do a ton of collabs. So are you pretty selective of who you do collabs or just like yeah, scheduling? I mean, it's definitely a scheduling issue, I think, is a lot of it. And, uh, they, you know, I, I think... Um, especially like sales and marketing want to have a hand in it. So I think it's kind of a you know, give and take. We get to pick the ones we want and then they nix the ones that they don't want. So it's kind of like, eh, you know, it's, it's, and it's also a time constraint thing. Cause you know, definitely when we do it here, we want to do it. You know, we did 60 barrel batch for the channel market collab here. And, you know, we have to time that right. It came out between two of the rotating IPAs. It's also a hazy IPA. So it's kind of, you know, there's the worry of cannibalizing either side of it. Yep. Um, but, you know, I, I like doing them and it's a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun brewing that day. Uh, had some pizza, drank some beers. <laughs> That's what's up. Classic. Uh, in, the, in the brew house, is there a type of music that's played or is any music not allowed? Like, like is there a specific genre? We do oh. not allow the Grateful Dead. Yeah, just, yeah, <laughs> like, that's awesome. There's a look over there. It's so funny. You know, you know what? what we, ta- we talked to a brewer and they were like, oh, there are some breweries in Massachusetts that are like no jam bands. I'm I was like, like yeah. What? That well, sucks. Well, you, you know, calling the Grateful Dead a jam band, man, is like. Oh, dude, no. <laughs> it's banned, but it gets played constantly. Yeah. Adam and I will try to get like control of the speaker before Zach gets here because like he's like you guys want to listen to Cornell sixty nine like no we don't uh, Cor- Cornell was nineteen seventy seven Tony oh, gosh, right that was that was a good year for Jerry right like his, oh yeah his was, was a great was year for awesome. the dead man yeah. it was, uh, he was he was lucid, lucid yet creative <laughs> uh, but yeah that's uh. It's a love-hate relationship with the I don't hate the Grateful Dead. Just, I do, so it's all right. We just yeah. listen to much of it. <laughs> you can only listen to the same few songs. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they all sound the same, too. It's uh, one it's long song. Doesn't play. Mostly here, it's a lot of meatloaf and pop punk. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's what's up. That's fun. <laughs> Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. A lot yeah. of Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. But they slap. I definitely like to listen to music from, like, my teenage years mm-hmm. because I feel like it it hasn't changed yeah. and like they haven't come up with anything else like that. Uh, I think Adam feels the same way. It's just, yeah. you know, like Zach said, there's pop punk most of the time. And then we, we mix in meatloaf. Yeah. You have why to, not? Yeah, the loaf is where it's at. <laughs> out of hell. Two yeah. out of three ain't bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. So favorite meatloaf. Song. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, it's, it, yeah, no, that's where I was at as well. No, um, <laughs> the surprising answer is three yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It just totally was, threw me off. I was just like, yeah, like dumbfounded by meatloaf. But no, uh, I think we're gonna ask. Um, you know, what kind of beers do you buy almost religiously? Like, what are you, what are you drinking all the time? What's a beer you've had more than ten times? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Green State Lager. Mm. Zero, zero gravity. Right. Zero gravity. Right. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a yeah. that's a frequent beer in my fridge. I was gonna say Green State. Other than that, I mean, I, I go to Notch and Salem pretty regularly because yep. it's right nice. down the street. Yep. Yeah, definitely. They, they're bad at loggers. <laughs> oh yeah, they don't <laughs> know what they're doing. Gonna... Chris and Brienne are listening. They're <laughs> like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> now they're really good at loggers. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. Oh my god! Don't yeah. kill me, you two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid of you both. Please, Chris. <laughs> uh, I uh, definitely drink a lot of High Life's. Yeah, same. Uh, mm-hmm. Like like mm-hmm. most most people in their their twenties. <laughs> Ryan, should I ask the question or no? Have you ever had a spaghetti? Oh yeah, I have had a spaghetti. I turned oh. Adam on to spaghetti. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that was the, the first spaghetti. time. Yep. Yeah, yep. I've had a. I want. I had a premium lager spaghetti. I've, I've done that too. Yeah, because yeah. I was out. Oh uh, yeah, they're, they're they're great. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Spaghetti's yeah. are great. Yeah. Oh, well, right now, now. Yeah, no, right. Jeez. <laughs> All right, we're gonna have to spaghetti <laughs> it up after. I might have some apple in my car. Yeah. About it. 
We'll spaghetti about it later. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's awesome. I think the tap room is opening up soon. Yeah, a right? couple weeks, hopefully. Um, so listen to our past episodes. I'm sure we've hyped it up. We're going to hype it up on our social media and you guys are open. You betcha. Um, but I would say really come over to Bentwater. Uh, our message hasn't changed um, except for it's not snowing right now. So <laughs> Exactly. And yeah. the beer is out in the market. So get out there and get their Lynn beer series. Yeah. It's a good beer. To it's come awesome. And, get. and yeah. it's fun to try kind of the same base beer with the different hops. It's like blows your mind. The different flavors you get from just hops. And rumor has it when you're opening, you've added an additional 60 outdoor seating. Yeah, we, uh, we bought 10 picnic tables. Ooh. Got rid of some parking out there, unfortunately, but we felt it was worth it. <laughs> cool. yeah. so another 60, uh, another 10 picnic here, tables out you there. You can sit and drink. Yeah. We're figuring out the parking. We're figuring it out. That's fine. <laughs> um, and you can get uh, some of their offerings at most, a lot of restaurants in the yep. state and your every local package store. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, uh, our plan is when the taproom reopens to have beers that you can only get Tap here exclusive. mm-hmm. exclusives. Yeah. Yeah. or you know it here in a couple select accounts you know draft accounts um so you know our, our plan basically is to have half of our draft lines be kind of something that's new and different and maybe Small you can only batch. get it here yeah mm. yeah awesome and your loggers will be canned as well with the dortmunder nope just oh. here oh. Ooh, yeah you got to come down for it Damn. Yeah. we'll have All to make right. spaghetti out of them you, you come order a spaghetti, I'll make you one. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be working in the tap room Saturday nights. You come here. Oh, I'm going to put on untap the noted. spaghetti and just see what happens. <laughs> Do not spaghetti. check it in. I'll get yeah, in yeah. trouble. <laughs> well, guys, thanks for doing this today. It's been yeah. awesome. It's nice and toasty in here, so we're going to step outside. Yeah. and I'm gonna take- I'd actually like to hear, I don't know if anything's changed for you guys, what would you like to learn more about? Oh, and yeah. that's more, I guess, tailored towards beer, but, you know, whatever, whatever you're interested in going forward um more sours <laughs> yeah Ooh, we have right. we actually right. have a sour in the tank right now so we are trying to figure out the uh the kettle the sour world. This kettle sour yeah nice um yeah it, we've done one previously or two previously and you know they were obviously hit in the tap room but it's uh we're trying to tighten it up to a way where you can scale it up to the big system and actually feel confident that we're not going to in fact, the rest of our brewery <laughs> is our owner's worry. Yes, yes. Um, and plans to can those, you think? Or? Uh, eventually, hopefully, yeah. Maybe not this year, but hopefully next year. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. And then any new stuff going on with the brewery in general or in the future? Uh, I mean, we have a uh, an event coming up in Swampscott. Uh, it's like a beach party Ooh, on the 31st party. of July. This probably cool. will air after that, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. You know, you missed out. If you, if if you, you missed out if yeah. you weren't there. It was so much fun. I had a blast. Oh, yeah. yeah. You time travel. So yeah. it's, uh, <laughs> got a sunburn. Yeah. Drank a lot of beer. Yeah. Weather was beautiful. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was. It yeah. was crazy. There were spaghetti. <laughs> Lots of them. Yeah. Secret spaghetti. Secret spaghetti. Yes. We don't tell them. Yes. Yeah. Um, but we do want people to come to the brewery. Um, hopefully, by the time this airs, you're open. But where are you yeah. physically located? Uh, we're at 180 Commercial Street uh, in Lynn, Massachusetts. Uh, not sure what our zip code is off the top of my head. Zero one nine zero five. There you go. Yeah. Wow, he lives here. He doesn't know his zip code. <laughs> oh, oh, mine's no, different like, on the other side. Okay, sorry. Just Adam doesn't live in Westland. I live okay. in Eastland. Oh, yeah. Well then, <laughs> Erica, you're from Vermont, where they have like two zip codes, right? Yes. Like, yes. The whole state. Uh, two zip codes, fifty-eight people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, pretty much. And Bernie Sanders. Like that's, that's it. all yeah. I need to know. That's really it. Yeah, you. But when you pull up to it, it may not look like there's a brewery in here, but there is. Just yeah. keep going. Yeah. There's, we'll a, find it. there's a pet store. I forget to change the name of it. And don't take the first right. It's the second right. If you're coming from one direction. 
I found that out the hard way today. I don't know what you're talking about, but... Don't yeah. turn into the golf, turn into the parking lot. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you cannot get beer at the gas station. Yeah, that's right. This isn't New Hampshire. Damn. Darn. <laughs> well, thanks for doing this today. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Thanks Thank for you. coming down. All right. Well, it's spaghetti time. We'll, we'll spaghetti about it later. Yeah. And cheers to your next Lynn series beer. Yeah, I'm sure you're excited about it. Cheers, guys. No. Cheers. cheers. Well, we have a wicked awesome outro for you. You can tell I've been hanging out with Ryan a lot because I'm dropping my eyes and I sound like I'm from Boston, kid. Right, Ryan? Yes. That was weird that you said yes, but I was expecting a yeah. Erica, who do we have next week? We got Bozeman Brewing Company. Yeah, that was like, that's pretty close. For a Vermont girl, that's pretty close. I am practicing. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> we have Bill and Mark, and Mark might sound like he's from around here. He does. A little bit. A little bit. I'm excited because their main brew is an amber. Oh, yeah. So next week, tune in. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>